And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CEI. I'm your host, Robinson. I'm obviously joined by my co-host, Johnny. Johnny, it's a late night, but it doesn't, that's not going to stop us from recording. What is up, my man? What is going on, man? It is currently now on the East Coast, 9.53. The Lakers and Rockets are currently playing on ESPN. And uh, we are about to talk about the world of esports. So forget about real sports for a second. We're talking about esports, baby. I don't know why you brought up the score of the game because by the time because by the time this podcast comes out, everyone this series might be over. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be on to game four, but uh, no, that was uh, that was that was that was, a, that was an interesting introduction of distraction. But hey, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, this time we'll get away from real sports for a second. Listen to us as we talk about the esports world. We're going to talk about a couple people joining the esports world, a new game coming out that's bringing back the retro world, and an e-spo- a new esports organization bringing other gamers to their organization from outside the country. And then we'll talk about NBA 2K League as it comes to its conclusion and NBA 2K21 as it is finally released and is amongst us to play, finally. But first, let's get started with our quick hits. Bronny James, LeBron James's son, who's in high school, has joined FaZe Clan. And this kind of it kind of felt like out of nowhere, really. Like the son of LeBron James is called Phase Bronny. He is part of the Phase Clan. He's uh, I, I believe he's gonna play Fortnite. Uh, I, I think that's what he's gonna play. It seems like that's why when I when you look at the Phase Clan tweet, you see a picture of Fortnite. I believe so. I'm assuming he's playing Fortnite. So yeah, LeBronny James, another guy going to Phase Clan. They added Ben Simmons and said, "Let's stay in the NBA." And now we're gonna get Le- the best player in the world's son in Bronny James. And I it this this to me weeks of like a a PR move, you know. Like I I just feel like I'm not taking away from Bronny. I'm sure he's a, a solid gamer, but I think this is more more so for like the headline, right? LeBron James' son joins Phase Clan. Because Phase Clan right now is in a weird space where they're trying to reinvent themselves. A lot a lot of key guys behind the scenes have, have left to start obviously their own organization and Xset, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and I just feel like they're now trying to just stay in the topic of conversation within the esports community. Because so much is happening right now within esports in general, because obviously because of COVID and what's going on in the world, that a lot of people are playing games. There's a lot more interest in video games, a lot more interest in esports as a whole. And I just think that signing Bronny to a, a, a FaZe Clan deal, um, it just seems like more or less... A, a kind of a, a, a shock factor like oh wow they signed lebron james's son like he must be really dope so but all in all i hope he does well i mean obviously i've seen him stream, stream a couple times uh playing uh various games he's, he's been on 2k uh a few times 2k20 at least um streaming and whatnot so he, he's been around the gaming scene for a little while now probably about a year so we'll see what he does but uh, my initial reaction was just that it's kind of reeked of like a pr move and if it, and if they're going for a pr move like you're saying they succeeded because that's 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 big news when you when you get one of the more popular athletes in the world and you get his son to join along with you in his esports world, you succeeded. And hey, when you're when you're in a pandemic and not a lot is going on in esports and not a lot is going on in general, you want to make a splash, and this is definitely one of them. So it could be it could be might as well be it could be a PR stunt, and like most we, we, time will tell. But it could be like it could be the beginning of something else. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. And they just continue, and he's and they just. It's it's pretty surprising how like they're really into the NBA world and like we've said it before we've said it a million times. Bronny James, Ben Simmons, Myers Leonard, Juju Smith Schuster. They got people in the hip hop community. They're just growing and growing and growing with endorsements. And 
Yeah, Johnny, it feels like they are. It feels like they're just growing their popularity when they're getting these big names. But we will see how it works out with these names that they get. Mm-hmm. On to the next topic. Another man has joined the esports world, and that is Post Malone. He is joining Envy Gaming, one of the more popular esports teams in Texas, where he's from. And he's a, he's become the co-owner of the team, and they operate. Uh, Envy operates in Call of Duty League and Overwatch, and mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Post Malone said uh, he he talked about his uh, quote. I grew up in Texas and I've been gaming my whole life, so this is just really, really felt right. I've always wanted to be a part of bringing gaming into the professional sports world. To be involved with what Envy is doing in my hometown feels like such a perfect fit. End quote. So Johnny, what is your thoughts on Post Malone joining the esports world? Again, like kind of you know piggybacking off what I said in the in the previous quick hit was that a lot of interest is is being garnered to esports right and this is just another example of that fact uh post malone obviously is a, a well well uh selling recording artist well known uh, recording artist and and he obviously brings a lot of fans with him so obviously uh, with a move like this he's obviously going to generate a lot of interest in what he's got going on especially with envy and a lot more interest in in obviously the the overwatch and call of duty scene so that's really big big uh coup for them but again it's just smart right like we, we know a lot of like entrepreneur types or, 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 or other artists, like you mentioned, Ben Simmons, like uh, a Drake, who's who's uh, has uh, dealings with 100 Thieves, uh, like um, uh, the, weekend, uh, Myers, were over, the, the weekend is with overactive media, the, the weekend. So like a lot of these guys are seeing what we're, what we're seeing, Rob. We've been covering esports now for probably what, six months. And so I think that we're all noticing this trend here where, where it's like esports is the de facto future. There's no way around it. This is a thing. This is a real thing. This is not a, a flash in the pan. And so you better get on board now while the while the iron's hot, because if you don't, you're going to be uh, left behind and, and it's not going to be pretty. So take advantage of this opportunity. That's what um, Post Malone did. This works out. They're, they're, they're from Texas. They operate in Texas. You know, that's where he grew up. So it just made sense for him. And I'm happy for him. I mean, this is a really big step. Another big uh, coup for esports in general, bro. Yeah, and another thing about esports, uh, it's not like it's not like you're buying an ownership stake in the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, you're not. You can't do that because the Dallas Cowboys are a billion dollar corporation. They're the yeah. richest franchise in sports. You can't just hey, let me be a corner for this. No, esports is esports is not as big as sports league, but it, it could it's it could be in it's growing. Not, yeah, it's growing, and it, and the and they're not too far behind professional leagues. So if you if you buy in now. You could really benefit from it years to come. And also, mm-hmm. gaming is fun. Get it together. I don't see why <laughs> not you don't buy into it. Like, we're talking about video games. People play video games and get paid for a living, and they enjoy it. Like, why not be a part of it? If you're mm-hmm. if you're postponing your million-dollar hip-hop artist, why don't you say, hey, let me buy into this esports team from where I live and just play games and have fun for a living? Why yeah. not? And with, your, and with his connections, he can make it even bigger. So why? It's it's It's... it's why the hell not? I'm surprised there's not more people buying into it. We're seeing people buy into it day after day, but it's gonna. I just, I, I, I the part of me is like, it should be more because there's not. It's, it's. We're in a pandemic. There's not in terms of sports, esports world is something. It's not in my, from my perspective. We'll, 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 we'll see how it goes from in a couple of months, but it's not something that requires too much of a change, in because of the pandemic. You could. You could play. You could. It's something you always do. You play at home. Something you've been doing your whole life. It's not much of a difference. Maybe that when you when you're in a professional esports team, there's an audience behind you. There's commentary and there's the lights, the glamour. But when you're playing at home, it's just the same. It's it's also the same thing because that's what you grew up doing to get into esports. Yeah, 
I, I think you know, like you, you're trying to say there, like you know, in the current climate we're in right now, that esports is is going to be a thing uh, as we continue to move forward and try to change or, or or find out our new way of life with this whole pandemic situation. But obviously, it won't last forever. This pandemic, so there will be changes within esports because right now, the the current structure of everyone's lives, for the most part, anyway, is that you're home a majority of the time. You know, whether you're working from home, whether you're just from you know doing school from home, you're home. A lot of the time, when you're home a lot of the time, you have the opportunity to kind of get on your on your game system and play a lot, a lot of hours. But as time goes on and we got kind of get out of this pandemic situation, we're going to be outside more often. And so we'll see if what esports has done in, the, in these last six months during this whole pandemic has really affected uh, people in terms of like them wanting to just kind of stay inside more often than they did before this whole thing started and really try to go for a career within esports. So it should be interesting to see. But time will tell as uh, we kind of move forward. Yep, definitely. On to our next topic. Nintendo, Mario, is releasing a 35th anniversary event that brings classic games to the Nintendo Switch. Can you believe it, Johnny? I'm not going to lie. I was super excited when I saw this. They're bringing back uh, Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario 64, and Super Mario Sunshine. It's going to be so much fun fun i can't wait for it. it's coming out in mid-september it's going to be around for a limited time i believe believe it or not i believe i think i saw uh i don't want to i don't want to speculate but then uh ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up as, as i'll look it up as we go but anyways there were mario is releasing a new game it's called super mario 35 it's the 35th anniversary of mario being around which is hard to believe this guy hasn't aged a bit i want to know what he's having anyways uh <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, they're releasing three new games on the Switch. I believe it's full price. It's available to pre-order already. And it's available till March 31st, 2021. That's a twist. Imagine having a game come out and you're like, hey, here's a new re-release version of a game and say, hey, here it is. You got about a couple months to get it. And if you don't, hold the L, as our, as our producer Joel would say. <laughs> so yeah, Johnny, what are your thoughts about this? I'm... I'm not gonna lie. As as you go to this point, I might pre-order it right now. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, obviously, you're a way bigger fan than I am. Um, and you own a Switch, so that actually is a, is a step up for you. Um, but it's cool. I, I I always dig the nostalgia route. Um, I'm a big nostalgia head. I, I enjoy uh, you know, having little trips back in the, in the past and kind of exploring those games because a lot of those games from our childhood or just in general were a lot. Not, not, I want to say a lot better, but I think it's creatively, I think they, they had a lot more of like a fun feel to them. Whereas now it's hard to look at games and not notice that a lot of these games are just there for, uh, you know, uh, consumer, uh, consumers' pockets, right? Like, you know, like 2K, for example, microtransactions have taken over 2K and it's kind of, you know, made the game a lot, you know, less fun to play, I, w- I, w- I would guess, for some anyway. So uh, I'm, I'm happy that Nintendo is going this route. It's a nice little gift. And the limited edition is always nice, bro. You don't want to give it to everybody. You know, if you're really serious about it, man, make it make it limited and then put your pre-order in. So if you're really about that life, bro, you got to put that pre-order in, bro. I'm buying it digitally so no one could rob me. Because if, <laughs> if I buy it physically and I get robbed off that tiny, tiny, tiny cartridge for the Switch games, it's going to be a tough one for bro, me. Bro, you better show the hands, bro. You better whoop, whoop. No, I can't throw the hands with little kids that want to steal it from me, though. Hey, 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 listen, they, they get the pie face, then they get the excuse me, the Heisman to them, bro. Chill out, young I'm like, I'm, If they come to him, I'm gonna hit him with the Euro step past them and <laughs> switch and be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, You're not touching it. I'm such a Euro. Hey, hey, I'm gonna Euro past them and put it in my cards and be like, 
get away from me. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm super looking forward to this. Mario is one of my favorite franchises. Probably the game that it's the probably the thing that got me into gaming from the first place from when I was a little kid. My mom brought me super she brought Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros for 64. So much fun. I'm a big Luigi guy. I, I can't wait. It's supposed to come out in the next couple weeks as we approach fall in 2020. So, yeah, I'm going to pre-order as soon as we get off this podcast. And, Johnny, there's no stopping me. Oh, All right. goodness. Money uh, this is the last topic of our quick hits. Xset brings PUBG mobile team as game is banned in India. Yep. PUBG is banned in India. For the, It was banned by the government. Well, we won't get into that. But, yes, it's banned from the government. And Xset said, okay, since it's banned <laughs> in India, let's pick up some of the gamers and bring them to Xset to be a part of the PUBG mobile team. So, Johnny, what are your thoughts about this story? Uh, it's pretty crazy, man. I mean, look, again, we we discussing this impact that esports has, and now it's kind of bled in. And now, obviously, it's kind of been like that for a little while now, because obviously, we talked about previously um, with the the Epic Games and Apple, uh, uh, you know, lawsuit going on, and that and that's definitely going to hit the courts and play a role politically and, and whatever goes on with esports going forward, at least with the North America. But with this situation, it's interesting to see that you know, Xset see our opportunity. Felt like it was uh, a, a prime time for them to kind of jump on it and take advantage, right? If India is 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 for whatever reason is banning PUBG Mobile, hey, listen, Xset has the means to kind of bring those guys along and to do so for their club. And uh, I think it's a beautiful move by th those guys. And one of the reasons why those guys were so heavily uh, covered it while they were at um, uh, Face Clan, and so you can see why uh, the, the kind of the the, the smarts and the actual. Uh, know how these guys on that on that XSET squad, um, they are, are are doing their homework, and hopefully it works out for those guys out in uh for the at least on the India PUBG side that you come over and they do really well. Yeah, it's 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 a really creative, innovative splash that you make when you're a new when you're a new esports organization. You think, how do we get gamers? Where do we go? Mm -hmm. And then this and then this news comes out that it's banned in India. You say, all right, let's get the gamers and and get them involved. That's a really innovative idea. Now you got some real solid gamers. For, to represent your uh, PUBG squad. You got Nico, Juicy, Angry, Joey, and Roids, which I love. Anyways. But, Juicy yeah. and, 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 and Angry is kind of like, whoa. But then you hit him with the Roids, it's like, oh, he's on that Roids. He's That's a fire angry, name. Angry, Angry's got to be a Rager. He's got to be a Rager. Like, he's probably got some, he's probably yeah. like, he's probably that guy that gets killed. And he's, pro he's probably broken a few controls. It's probably on his resume. I've broken a few controls. That's how you got the nickname? It's like, yo, you yeah. angry, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, f I can't think of how I just, I want to know what I said. Let's settle for angry. Yo, angry, <laughs> I need you to go this route. We'll, we won't, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see one day why. Hopefully we, hopefully we get to hear from him and one day it spills the truth. But anyways. Uh hey, Johnny, since we're quarantined, there are a lot of adjustments I've made to my life. But one adjustment I made that was a great one was trying out a new refreshing drink called Lemon Perfect. Mmm, Lemon Perfect, you say. Why do they call it Lemon Perfect, my brother? Well, hold on. Didn't you hear what I said? It's called Lemon Perfect. The word perfect. Because it is perfect. Made from 100% organic lemons picked from Southern California. You know where they have Los Angeles and Oakland and all that? Yeah, that place. It's delicious taste. Relieves stress. Clear skin. Faster metabolism and increased energy. So it can look good for the summer once we get out of this quarantine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I, I feel you. But what's the ingredients, bro? You can't, you can't be slacking. What they got in there, bro? I thought I was done. You must be crazy. Guess what? <laughs> it has vitamin C. Five calories. You said it. Five. Put it. Just open your hand. Five. And zero. <laughs> now close your fist. Zero sugar. With four different flavors. Lemon. They got it. Blueberry acai. They got it. Dragon fruit mango. Come on. Easy. And peach raspberry, which is my 
favorites. Mm, okay, okay. I, I mean, you rock with that piece of raspberry, but I'm a, I'm a basic dude, so I like the lemon, but all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? But where can we, where can we get this stuff? Where can oh, we get you got, the lemon perfect, bro? You got to expand your horizons. But yes, so enjoy the great taste of Lemon Perfect right now at Amazon. It is 2020. I am not trying to hear excuses. You have internet. You have a laptop. You have a phone. You're in the crib. Go to Amazon.com. I know you bought a bunch. I know you people buy a bunch of stuff on that website. So go look up Lemon Perfect and just apply the code 30ZeroSugar at checkout for 30% off your first purchase. Again, the code is 30ZeroSugar. The number 30, the word zero, Z-E-R-O-S-U-G-A-R, sugar. For 30% off your first purchase. So go now and enjoy the great taste of Lemon Perfect today. Because it is absolutely tremendous. The NBA 2K League season has, has come to an end. We have a champion. And the champion is Wizards District Gaming. As they defeat the Warriors Gaming Squad in a best of five. They beat them three to one. It was first game Warriors won. But then after that, it was all Wizards gaming. They, they win the series 3 out of 1, and they are your 2020 NBA 2K League champions. Johnny, tell us what you think about the champions and what did you see throughout these finals? It's such a, a full circle, bro, because obviously one of the biggest big events that we went to or the last ones we went to before COVID was obviously the NBA 2K League for work. Uh, it was our first time uh, going to the event and watching how it all plays out. And who was the first pick of that draft, Robinson? If you can please remind the audience here. JBM. JBFM, bro. This guy here came on the scene first pick in the draft, had crazy stats come out the combine. I believe he had like 30 plus points and like I want to say 10 assists, something like that out the combine. That's why he got drafted so high. Uh, and to see him work uh throughout these playoffs has been really fun to watch, man. And 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 have him cap it off with a championship is really cool. He uh he did his thing, man. He he did his thing the entire the entire uh run there during the five-game series. Um game one. He had about what? Let's see here. I'm coming. In game one, in game one, he had 28. They lost the game one. Uh, my man CB13 was wild, and he had 40 points. And yeah, said I'm here. But then after that, after that, it was all they they were able to contain him. He scored 19 points in game two. He scored 23 in game three, and then he scored 29 in game four. Yeah, that's a lot of points, but it's it's better than having him score 40. And then he scored 40 in the only game they won. Yeah. it's nice what they so what it clearly was the game plan was let's contain CB 13 and make contain him and make the other guy beat us. There was a couple other guys. My man Slaughter was was doing his thing, but um, it just it wasn't it wasn't enough. And they were able to play some solid defense as well. Uh, in the first quarter, in the first game, you saw after the game, this score the Wizards game scored six points in the first quarter. That's not a good sign. It's not what you want. And and after that, they lost that game, so it, it came back to bite them. But in the next games, they ramped up the offense. They played a, they played better defense. They they like I said, they were able to contain CB thirteen, and they were able to come away with the victory. And like you said, JBM was wild, and he capped it off. He capped off the series with the chip, with the forty six piece. Woo! Forty six piece with no goddamn biscuit, bro. Damn, yo, my son did him dirty. And they won by 15. So they were able to, I'm like I said, they were able to contain those guys and props to them. And when you like, when you if you if you play good defense and you play like I'm not like in 2K league, it's it's not as easy. In 2K, it's not as easy to play defense, especially when you're playing with a bunch of pro gamers. Obviously, yeah. when you know their releases and everything like that. But when you when you low when you have when you put them at such lower standards and they don't reach those standards, yeah, you you'll be pretty happy with yourself. Absolutely, man. I mean, going from number one pick in the draft, and then obviously come out here with with a W and and, and a championship is uh, something that you really can't really imagine. 
Uh, but just real quick though, before we get off, because uh, you know, we give a lot of love to JBM, but shout out to my son Ryan uh DeFry, you know, saying Day Fry, D-A-Y-F-R-I, you know what I'm saying, Cogner. Um, he he did his thing. He was actually the MVP of the uh of the sure. playoffs. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, if I can't talk today. But uh no, yeah, shout out to the Worcester Sixers Gaming. I picked them to win just because I knew about how JBM was playing during the season, during this playoff run. He uh showed out. Uh, as well as he could possibly, and had probably the, the best season overall uh, in their three season history. I, I would I would say. I mean, I put up against any one season that they've had so far uh, as as individual anyway. Oh, as yeah, individual. you go you go first overall. You go you go thirteen and three in the regular season. You you make your way to the finals and you dominate. Forty six points to cap it off. Forty six points at the end. That's yeah. yeah. Let's let, let's look at this game one. Twenty eight points. Game, where is it? Game two, 25 points. Game three, he had 23 points. Game mm-hmm. four, he had, uh, where is it? Where is it? Game four, he had 46, like I just said. Yeah. So he was unstoppable throughout this series. And, yeah, I, like we said before this series, point guards were the, were the biggest thing to focus on throughout this series. It's pretty much been the main thing if, throughout the season if you look at guys like Kenny got work. But you show it, what, what we thought was going to happen, happened. And the point guard that showed out more, won the series and you can tell you can tell by the stats and i think he won't be upset the fact that he didn't win rookie of the year because he got the trade in an actual nba 2k league trophy at the end of it right i think you know what i'm saying because you know shout out to uh reginald rag nash jr who uh who ended up getting the, the rookie of the year but come on you know what i'm saying I, I personally thought that jbm did enough this season as a whole to win rookie of the year but i think he'll gladly trade in that rookie of the year for uh the championship that he just got so um, shout out to everyone again. Kenny got work you mentioned when the MVP is really quick headed off because the Raptors, yeah. Raptors, Unstop. Raptors uprising, fantastic season, hell of a season. They undefeated the entire season, just came up short in the playoffs, though. It happens. Don't, don't come on. Look at the Dallas Mavericks, you know what I'm saying? Against the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? It happens sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You get upset, it's the thing. Uh, shout out to our guy, bro. Uh, who if you guys are longtime fans, longtime listeners of the Reaching Teaching Podcast, <laughs> you'll know fan of our 18th episode. Am I 18? Bro, listen, listen, listen. Over six months, bro. That's eight. Well, I say about 18 weeks, right? A little bit, little bit over 18 weeks. Cause we, we've done several different episodes uh over the course of this time. But one of the first initial episodes we ever done was uh kind of you know highlighting the entire season and so- seeing some surprises and some guys who we thought were gonna make an impact during the season. Tom Lee Cook, um, one of the guys that we kind of mentioned, who, his story is well documented, uh, had a had, was suspended for a year uh, prior to the season, came back this season with a chip on his shoulder and showed out, bro. He actually he, he was drafted to the Raptors Uprising this past February and won Defensive Player of the Year. So shout out to Tom Lee Cook, man. Um, put the work in, reclaimed his, his glory, and uh, is probably going to do big things going forward, man. So shout out to him. He's the, he's obviously the comeback player of the year. You, it's got to be him. Oh, yeah. If, if that was an award for 2K, yeah, for sure. Easily. Yeah, but there's no such thing because it's not like you get carpal tunnel playing 2K. Or, Facts, right? Or, like, oh or, my god, yo, so he, <laughs> he's, he's coming uh, through he, the tunnel. He tore, he he tore, he, he tore a thumb thumb ligament of shooting the shooting <laughs> stick because it was a, a clutch. No, that, that doesn't happen. He was gone because he had he had he had his own things to deal with. He was suspended by the league, came back, won the defensive player of the year, and he was a big reason why up, Raptors um uprising one went on the undefeated season. And you got to be um, Kenny got work has to be the MVP. Led the league in scoring. They were undefeated. I was watching the games. They could not stop him. I was like, good Lord. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, shout out to them. They had impressive season. Just got up, just came up short and uh, just a few mistakes in their playoff run. But, yeah, it's just uh, I don't know how JVM didn't win rookie of the year. I just 
Hey, it's all right though. He got the chip. That's all that matters, baby. That's what we're nah, here for. All, all, John, you want all the hardware. I know well, this hardware nah, 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 nah. most, but you want all the hardware. Nah, nah, that's me. It's not the MVP, bro. Rookie of the year is like whatever. Like Anthony Davis didn't win Rookie of the Year, you know what I'm saying? But he's still an MVP candidate most years. So that's that, a that, terrible correlation. You should be no, it's not. No, it's not. Because listen, bro, Rookie of the Year is not a big deal. Zion didn't win Rookie of the Year. I'm sure he'll still have a great career down the road. He'll be just fine. So for JBM, listen, he. For him, I see a lot going from MVPs, more championships. If this team, if the core of this team can stay together with him and uh, Day Fry, they can stay together. I think they'll definitely have a bright future. But uh, don't worry about it, bro. It's rookie of the year. It's it's passe, whatever. You know, shout out to to Reg though. Um, he definitely deserved it. He definitely put his work in. But you know, it, it is what it is. JBM's gonna be just fine, bro. Yes, sir. And Day Fry, of course, as well. If they keep those two two guys, they'll be just fine for Wizards Gaming. Uh. So we'll district see. gaming, bro. District gaming. District gaming. I'm, I'm, my apologies. Where's this district gaming? My apologies. You gotta. You can't forget the district. You can't. Forget <laughs> All right. My bad. I, I didn't. I didn't know we're in Hunger Games. My bad. Hey, right. man. But uh, yeah. Shout out. Uh, yeah. So congrats to them on a on a uh, on a great season. It wasn't the, uh, the season wasn't what you envisioned it to be when you get drafted first overall because of what's going on. But hey, it's still it's still a fun experience, and you get the bag, man. You get the bag. <laughs> So yeah, shout out. So yeah, kudos to them. So all right, on to our last topic of the day, Johnny. This yep, is going to yep. be an interesting one. Two K twenty one is out. Two K twenty one is out. Uh, it came out on September fourth. You got the Kobe edition, Mom edition. You got Damian Lillard on the cover. Zion will be on the cover next in next gen. But Johnny, we did our twenty four hour stream together. Yep. What an experience this was. I felt like I was playing little old basketball in the 1940s and 50s, learning how to shoot a basketball. <laughs> Good Lord, I felt like I was playing Hall of Fame difficulty. Shooting in 2K21 is broken. Uh, not, not to now, but in the first place, it was broken. I could not hit a jump shot for my life. Remember, we played... Oh, well, I'll let you. I'll let you give your thoughts, Bonnie. But Johnny, let me get. We played each other for Team USA because they added the 2012 uh, Team USA and the 2016 Team USA. So it's a new team. Let's play each other. All right, sounds cool. I had an open three with Chris Paul. <laughs> Shot it. Late release. Yeah, it happens. Airball. Airball. <laughs> what are we doing here? I took another uh... one. Kobe, get, granted, 85 roll because you get it for the pre-order. Airball. Airball? This is what we're doing here? Like, I know, I understand you don't want to reward guys for getting bad releases and making like you did in 2K20, but this? Let me touch rim, brother. Damn. <laughs> let me just, touch rim, brother. Let me, just, let me just touch it. Let me just touch a little. Let me let, let me get a feel for it. Is this what you're going to do with me? Uh, it, it, uh, all right, listen, guys. Uh, it, it has been experienced. So we'll, we'll start with the 24-hour stream. Uh, for those of you who listen to the podcast and, and actually uh, came through for the stream, we appreciate you so much, uh, your support uh, during that time. Obviously, we started at midnight, the, the time the game released. Uh, that was an adventure in itself because myself and Robinson, who had uh, spent the entire day trying to download the game, uh, you know, Robinson, fortunate, more fortunate for him, he was able to play during the initial three hours, the first three hours of the game. My game, unfortunately, did not actually fully download until 6.45 in the morning, even though I started record, I started downloading at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That's another time, another story for another time. But I think overall, bro, like you said with the shooting, it is definitely a problem. Uh, guys like Damian Lillard have tweeted out, hey, is it just me? You know, uh, I, I can't seem to shoot. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty hard to shoot. 
He um, said, not only could he say, he said, I can't make a free throw. Can I make a free I throw? Felt the same thing. I felt like. I felt like I had a shoulder aneurysm. I was like, what are we, what's like, yeah, like, like pandemic P, bro. It was pandemic P. If you want, if you want to go somewhere else, remember, remember Rick and Kiel, the baseball player for the Cardinals, remember when he was playing, when he was a pitcher and he couldn't find the strike zone, he was throwing a wild pitch every single time. Like, if he was throwing, if they said throw a fastball down the middle, he'd throw it to the, he'll throw it to the, he'll throw it to the stands on the first, on by the first baseline. That was what I, that was what I'm freaking dealing with. I was oh, cursed. my son almost almost cursed. Relax, I bro. I almost cussed. I almost bro, cussed. Bro, relax, relax. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely frustrating for sure, but um, you know, it, it's an adjustment for sure. And I think a lot of the guys I follow on the on the two K community, especially on YouTube streaming wise, they've all said the same thing. Um, even even one of my favorites, Chris Move, he he ever tweeted a video of, of of you know some guys playing on the park, and they were literally scared to shoot. They were they literally were left wide open and looked at looked at. And they were getting looked at, and they they jumped to the basket because they just felt like they couldn't shoot. Now, granted, it's it's as 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 of this recording, it's Sunday, Sunday, September sixth. The game came out obviously September fourth on Friday. So the last forty eight hours or so has been a whirlwind. But Mike Wang definitely has uh, uh, heard the complaints or heard the criticisms and has decided he did did a hot fix, uh, which is which is not really an update per se, but essentially he just made the, the shooting a little bit better. Only for uh, difficulty levels, rookie, pro, all-star, and superstar, I believe. And Hall of Fame has been left alone. So pretty much if, you, if you're playing on Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying, you're left to your own devices. It's all about skill at that point, which, hey, it's, it's fair enough, I guess. But definitely for those other game modes that aren't running on Hall of Fame, the fact that I'm pulling my hair out trying to shoot on, like, pro or, like, all-star or superstar difficulty is absurd. So I'm glad they kind of fixed that. But, yeah, man, it's been crazy, bro. But I played today, and it's definitely gotten better. Uh, with my my player at least, I'm I'm getting more greens, um, and uh, I'm learning the badges, bro. Because actually, one of the badges that kind of helps with this this whole situation, if you haven't seen it before or really pay attention to it, is called flexible release. Um, that badge actually helps with this whole situation because it actually gives you a bonus for missed time jump shots. So for someone like me who has a shooter, um, I'm able to use that badge to my my abilities because obviously you're not gonna get greens every time. It's just not gonna happen. Whether you're, you're you're moving on your shot, whether you're you know just slightly missed the release, it happens. So having that badge definitely helps me. And I think for for those listening and playing 2K or about to get 2K, that's definitely a badge you want to look into if you're building a shooter build or some version of that. So that's just my tip for what I've learned. I, I play the game. I play some my team because I'm I'm a big my team. I get it. I got an Antoine Walker from the Miami Heat, gold card. You got to use him to get the Steph Curry, which is a whole uh, a 96 overall Steph Curry. I used him in triple threat, which is a 3v3. Johnny, I think I've, I've I think I've won 3 for 30 with him. Yeah, I mean, you, you haven't played today or today. It was today. Um, but yeah, I think, bro, it just takes more time. Um, obviously, not every everybody has. Um, no badges galore. I think badges definitely is one of the things that's definitely going to help you get through this game. Um, having good shooting stats off rip, good shooting attributes is not enough. You need badges. And obviously in my team, you'll, you'll definitely have some of those badges for sure. But I think as you kind of go through the game, it gets a little bit easier. At least for me, I'm learning. I'm practicing a lot with my mind player. Just constantly keep shooting and shooting. And so it definitely gets a little bit better, bro. So I, w- I wouldn't get too, too crazy about it. I know my team is like your thing. But definitely, uh, you know, give us some time, bro. It's only been it's only well, been three days. Here's my, thing. here's my thing. You just said they adjusted it, the hotfix, for 
level of difficulty is rookie to superstar. And domination to get the three to 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 get. I'm nerding out. I know people don't listen to, but one of the there's a thing. All right, so basically to summarize it, contextualize it. There's a thing in my team. One of the game modes you get really good players if you beat the computer. You beat NBA teams. One of the things you have to do is beat the team on Hall of Fame difficulty. How am I supposed to do that when you didn't do the offense for Hall of Fame? Well, well, bro. I, I I would say this for the Hall of Fame. The reason why I agree with them leaving it alone, because at that point, when you're playing on Hall of Fame, you 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 think you're you're good, you think you're nice. So at that point, you really gotta just go at it with the mindset of like, all right, listen, it's gonna be a challenge here, an unnecessary challenge because the shooting is very difficult, but it's not impossible. Like you can definitely find ways around it, like we've done the last couple of days. It's just going to the basket. At that point, you really gotta just go to the basket and hope for the best. And so that's not what I'm trying to no, do. I'm no, no, no. Play. Just let, yeah, no, you no. Listen, at that point, it's a it's a it's a mission you're trying to complete. So it's not about you, you know, getting these crazy stats. You need to win. Do what you gotta do to win. Still shoot the basketball. If you're open for three, shoot it, and you get, there's a chance that you probably will make it because a lot of those guys on my team, like from from what I understand, are very highly skilled players. They're really good. They have high overalls, all that good stuff. So there's definitely a chance that you're definitely gonna make it, but. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want them to do a hot fix for a Hall of Fame. That just that just seems like you're you're you're, you're caving in. Because at the end of the day, there's a skill gap, bro. Like certain players aren't going to be as good on certain levels, bro. So it's okay. So you just got to deal with it and make the most of it. So I think that they're doing a good job right now. If the shooting is still pretty horrid on Hall of Fame, I'm sure that Mike Wang will definitely find a way to um, you know, fix that up and and make it I guess more fair and even. But I think overall, bro, right now it seems okay from what I've done. I'm playing on, on, on my career. I'm playing a couple of games uh, on Hall of Fame. It seems okay. The first couple of days, no way. It was it was bad. It was just like no one could shoot. Now I'm seeing more people shoot greens, more people are shooting, getting some good releases. So I think overall it should be fine. And, again, flexible release. The badge definitely helps. You need to look into that badge. I'm telling you, helps a lot. I'm I'm a, I'm a we agree to disagree on that on the Hall of Fame thing, but uh, I just want to my last thing about this, and we'll wrap up the episode. I understand in 2020 it was easy to shoot, no matter what the difficulty was, it was easy to score and get grades and all that. But to do, I feel like they went too far with it. I, I I understand you're trying to do something, but I feel like they went too far with it. But we'll see as the year goes along because it is a new new 2K. We'll see how it adjusts. But I just feel like. The adjustment was way too much and way too unnecessary. Like, if it's, you want to make it harder to, if you want to make it harder to get greens, just make it harder to get greens. Don't make me wide left, right, 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 right. You could this. turn that off, though. You could turn. You could no, turn but I'm just off. saying, why are you why are you gonna add all this other stuff in my head? Why just try this? Why I'm just trying to shoot? I understand because, it's a game. You're trying to make it challenging, but just two different. Types just of players, make right? it. Just make it. Just don't make. Just all. All I would say is just don't make it e as easy to get greens and all that. It's the, okay. When I understand. The reason why, like, it's harder for us, bro, because we're we're primarily the way we we play the game. We're using square to sh square or X if you're playing Xbox to shoot. What they did with that whole aim left, aim right, is for a lot of those guys who use the shot stick. Like they they wanted to help those guys who use a shot stick often to to have them be able to have more control over their shots. So when you go into the basket, aiming your shots, you know, directing your shots, that's all with shot stick. We don't use it like that. You know what I'm saying? We I'm still about that. You, button life you know what i'm saying it's easier for me to do that and, it's, and that's how you play as well so for us it makes no sense but for those people who use a shot stick it makes a lot of sense so i can see where the, the disconnect is they just need to find a nice balance and that's easier said than done because obviously 2k has many different types of players and it's really hard to kind of like satisfy everybody 
but they're trying their best right now. It's only been a couple of days, so I'll give it another like few weeks, maybe even a month, even to see how they kind of uh, uh, go about things. But but yeah, um, I think as of right now, the hot fix is solid. There definitely needs to be more improvements down the road. And it's, again, this is current gen, bro. So obviously they're not gonna put all their eggs in one basket because it's just still current gen. So uh, definitely next gen should be the whole shebang, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, because if it gets doing like this, oof. I just went, I just went digital with terms of games. I don't buy a disc anymore. If it was physical, I'd be contemplating ripping the disc. But I'm well, crying. Breaking the disc, <laughs> ripping, breaking the disc. But that's not the scenario we're living. In, so we'll see what happens in the coming months. All right, mm-hmm. that'll do it for this edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast, presented by CI. Go to our profile and podcast. Give us a five star. Give us a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it if you if you give us some show us some love. Just at the end of this show, some love. Give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars. Tell us what you think. Tell us what's on your mind. <laughs> we are on the hit. Yesterday was the other day was the anniversary of Calvin breaking Lou Gehrig's streak of most consecutive games played. We're on that streak too. We're on the biggest streak uh, of these podcasts uh, okay. recordings. Okay. You, no, you no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. We definitely early on in our in our in our podcasting days uh you know we were definitely on point we're doing it weekly i think it just got to a point where during the pandemic which is understandable it's a lot going on that we kind of <laughs> took a little break you know what i'm saying but we definitely did a lot more than than um than we are right now i think right now is like what a month five weeks something like that something something of that nature if i'm not mistaken that's, we're on a roll. that's all i know we're on a roll. yeah 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 let's keep it so, going though we got we got we're yes. doing a good job right now yeah, we're doing a good job, and so thank thank you again, guys, for watching and listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you, thank you guys again for listening. And video content see- coming soon, bro. Video yes. content coming soon. We will see you soon, and take care, guys. Peace.